Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I take responsibility for trusting Uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times and that um, when they said what we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time I trusted that as it turns out it was a setup so I take responsibility for falling for a setup and that's all I'm going to say on that we are sisters together we are in solidarity We stand for women. Unlike Nancy Pelosi, who wants to trash and attack women, we are together to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to earn a living and feed their families. The government needs to stay out of it. Blower gate on the Savage Nation. Friday on the Savage Nation. Well, Blowergate blew up in the speaker's face. Even the local news, which I rarely watch. I watched it this morning to see if the empty skirts and the empty suits would even cover it. And I was shocked to find out that here in the San Free and uh, Sicko area, even the local stations are now turned against Pelosi. They're taking the side, as they should, of the unemployed salon workers. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that even the local news has turned on Uh, Empress Pelosi over this egregious exercise of her power. But I want to talk about something that's bigger than Blowergate at the moment, and that is the September surprise that was dropped upon the world yesterday by the salenterates in the media. You all know that I'm on Twitter, and I use it to gauge what topics might be interesting for you, the listener. But it's also a good place to find out what news is out there. And we all know that it is mostly inhabited by fanatical left-wingers. It's been used in 2016 and uh, even more so now to influence the coming election. 
Last night was one of the most egregious examples of a social media hit job I have ever seen. Someone by the name of Jeffrey Goldberg tweeted a link to an article in The Atlantic that claimed the president in a visit to Normandy two years ago didn't visit the American cemetery because those soldiers that were killed were losers and suckers, according to this left-wing fanatic. These quotes, so-called, came from four anonymous sources. Again, more anonymous sources making claims that do damage to the president. But then in real time, all the the fake news organizations and individual reporters who could work for Pravda or Izvestia started tweeting out the story as well. The Soviets, Jake Tapper, the Soviet Ron Fournier, the Soviet Press, Washington Post, the Soviet New York Times all jumped on the bandwagon. And then all of a sudden, so-called military people, former generals, no one ever heard of, started lambasting President uh, Trump and his disrespect to the military, according to them. They started bashing Trump over these remarks. Miraculously, these hashtags started becoming the top trends. It took off like wildfire. Then amazingly, within 12 hours, an organization called Vote Vets had a produced ad with interviews of vets who were incensed at the president's comments. 12 hours. A highly polished ad, 12 hours, with the president's supposed quotes already in it with interviews of people. You don't think it was coordinated? And then suddenly, the hologram in a basement, uh, which uh, would be Joe Biden, who is a stereoisomer of Nancy Pelosi. The stereoisomer of Pelosi, Biden, has a highly polished ad released this morning talking about the comments. Make no mistake, this is a highly coordinated smear campaign. You know this president. You know he's done more for the military than any president in modern history since Eisenhower. He visits Walter Reed regularly to talk to our wounded veterans. Do you really believe he would say a thing like this? Do you actually believe he thinks like this? I don't. Now, why would this happen today at this point? Well, because the jobs numbers came out today and they were good. Unemployment is way down. They knew this would be a positive for President Trump. And the salenterates in the media wanted something else to dominate the news cycle instead of good news for America and good news for the president. I told you last week I blame the media for the violence in the streets right now. This is yet another example of how they are lying to you and how they're trying to hurt you. They're working for the other side. They are not reporting the news. Please do not be swayed. Please stay strong and ignore this bogus September surprise. The question is, what will the vermin on the left do next? This is the Savage Nation, and I approve of my monologue. Uh, By the way, we have Peter Schweitzer on the show today in the next hour. Great man, wonderful uh, movie put out. His new movie is called Riding the Dragon, the Biden's Chinese Secrets, exposing the corruption of the Biden's actions in China. You're not going to want to miss it. And that is in the next hour on the one and only Savage Nation, 855-407-282. We have other topics to discuss. I don't think there's any bigger than Blowergate right now. What's interesting about Blowergate is that Nancy was caught on tape, on video. This she can't control. She's lied her way to the top. She's kept her way at the top through intimidation, like in the Soviet era, where anyone who stands in her way gets crushed. But this is not going to go away, because there she can be seen for the world to see, dressed in a black cape with dyed black hair, looking like Dracula's, looking like Dracula. I don't know how else to put it. She looks like Dracula. But what do you think about Blowergate? Do you think this is going to end her speakership? I do not. She will never be tossed out in the San Francisco area. This is the most corrupt city in the United States of America. 
it vies with a city in Ukraine in terms of corruption. All you got to do is look at the streets to see what corruption does to a city. She let this happen. She let the homelessness get out of control. She ignored and stepped over it all. And now this somehow, in a strange way, her vanity got in the way of her, I don't know, supremacy. And Blowergate blew up in her face. Again, I want to reiterate, I went in the local news this morning, which I try never to watch because it's so nothing there kind of thing. And every show, two, four, five, all the local channels were on the side of the women, as they should be, who were out in front of Pelosi's house with uh, hair dryers, curlers, blowers, saying enough is enough. And yet Pelosi has the gall to say it was a setup. A woman of that power thinks that people will believe she was set up. But it gets worse than that. She has now used her daughter, who is a lawyer, with a big firm in San Francisco to threaten the salon owner. They're going to destroy this woman. Now, I want you to listen to the salon owner herself, Erica Kios, emotionally responding to the dragon lady, Nancy Blowergate Pelosi in clip seven. I don't owe anyone. Sorry. I don't owe anyone an apology. Mrs. Pelosi owes the entire country an apology. If America goes, sorry, if America goes in front of Congress and lies, they go to jail. But apparently when the most powerful woman in the world lies to America, we owe her an apology. You know how brave this woman is? Do you know how, what danger she is in right now in this city? Do you have any idea how dangerous it is to criticize Nancy Pelosi? Listen to clip eight now, please. Hairstylists and other small business owners in San Francisco and elsewhere are doing what they need to do to survive. The point of releasing this video was and is if a woman in a high risk age group who spends much of her time on TV warning about the dangers of COVID-19 feels safe and comfortable in, San, in a San Francisco salon and can be responsible for being cautious and mindful, why can't the rest of San Francisco and the rest of America do that too? You know, this woman is not only brave, she's very smart. What she's saying is Pelosi's lying to America, not only about the, the, the blower gate thing, but about the whole COVID nonsense. Look, a, a, a report came out last week, which was buried by Wolf Blitzer and the Soviet press almost immediately. And that showed that we do not have 175,000 deaths in America from COVID, which they like to blame on Trump. The actual number of people who died from COVID per se is about 8,000 people, 8,000 people not 175,000. So what did the other 160 some odd thousand people die of? They died from underlying conditions, not from COVID. I had a friend tell me yesterday that he has a friend with an elderly dad, 97, who died uh, recently. And he died of, I don't know what it was, a brain aneurysm. And the doctor put down COVID on his death certificate because the hospital receives more money. Do you understand that maybe the entire world has been misled, initially misled by bad science, led by Dr. Fauci, who should be put in prison for what he did to scare the world, but also now being led by the propagandists who want to destroy America and control us? If you go back to January or February, I think it was February on this program, The Savage Nation, given my scholarly background, I have read a wide variety of uh, papers and studied a lot of subject matters. One paper that I've carried with me since graduate school was in the field of anthropology 
And this monograph, which I still have with me, I don't know why I carry with me all these 40 some odd years, was called Sorcery, Illness and Social Control in a Philippine Village. And I used it as an example of how even in a Philippine village, the folk healers and the village elders use sorcery and illness to control the local population. The CDC, Pelosi, Schumer, Bricks, whatever her name is, Burks, all of them, they are sorcerers. They're not scientists. This is the Savage Nation. I'll be right back. Savage. Look, it's no surprise that current events, news in other words, the horrible news, is contributing to more stress and sleep deprivation, okay? Ebb Cool Drift can help you. Imagine what you can take on the morning after a restful night of restorative sleep. Whether you're seeking a natural solution to a long-term battle with sleeplessness or looking for small improvements to operate at your peak, it is time for you to try the Ebb Cool Drift, the Ebb Cool Drift Sleep System. See, the mind's normal way of dealing with stress and challenges is to be on guard or more vigilant. It's the inverse of what's needed for a restful night of sleep. The Ebb Cool Drift Sleep System gives you a cooling, calming sensation to the forehead, which is designed to counteract the way the mind and body reacts to stressful situations. Ebb Cool Drift has been clinically validated and users reported improved sleep quality by 90%. Listen to this. The new Ebb Cool Drift is a lightweight and portable sleep system designed to be versatile to fit your lifestyle. Calming your racing mind anywhere you need. My producer, Robert, has been using the Ebb Sleep System for a few months. He's been getting better sleep every night. Robert likes the new Cool Drift system as it is portable, rechargeable, and able to help him relax anytime he needs. Now, here's the beauty. Users can try it risk-free for 60 nights to confirm it's the solution they've been looking for. And just for my listeners, you can save $25 off your order by going to tryeb.com savage and using promo code savage at checkout. I'm going to spell it for you. That's $25 off your order, and you can try it risk-free for 60 nights. That's T-R-Y-E-B-B. Dot com savage tryebb dot com savage tryeb dot com savage and use promo code savage to save twenty five dollars today and sleep better than you ever have tryeb dot com savage promo code savage for a better night's sleep. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. One good piece of news out there, the Antifa killer was shot dead in a gun battle with the feds. You see, finally Trump deputized local state troopers in Oregon, who can do the job, by the way, deputized police in, I think, Portland, who can do the job. They had all been neutralized by the vermin in the media, the vermin on the left, who had glorified the scum in Antifa, the communists, the fascists in Antifa, who killed someone the other day in cold blood. He was on the run, he was hiding, 
and he had an AR, I think, a, a, I don't know what he had. What did he have, an AR-15? He shot 50 times at the cops, and they killed that piece of garbage. The white trash is now dead. Somebody has posted a picture of where his friends live, where their war camp is located in Portland. It is paid for by Ted Wheeler and the city of Portland, who pay for their tents and their, quote, services, so they can go out every night and riot and loot. The anarchists live in a certain area in their tents in the Portland area, and it was posted online. We linked it on michaelsavage.com. And I think the Fed should go in there and just clean it up. Let's leave it at that. 855 There's another video going around that I put up on my website, and it's called Rule Number 16 for Street Thugs. If you're going to sucker punch a cop, be 100% sure he's alone in his patrol vehicle. It's an interesting video, and it shows a thug taking a fighting stance against an officer who was called because he was causing a ruckus somewhere, I don't know where. And this brave officer stands there and tries to talk to this uh, citizen, and this citizen hauls off and punches the cop in the face. The cop takes the punch and opens the back door to his police car, and out comes a gigantic police dog that grabs the thug in the leg, and finally they can wrestle the thug down. Bravo for the officer to having the guts, what they have to put up with, the scum of the earth they have to deal with. All right, there's other topics to talk about. And uh, I know you want to you call. The phone number is 855-400-7282. I think the biggest emotional story for all of us today is Blowergate. Now, some have called it, what did they call it, Hairgate or something? I named it Blowergate today to change it up a little bit. It is a big story. Pelosi is caught on video doing something that shows her for what she is, a complete hypocrite. What all the elites are, complete and total hypocrites. Okay? So let's take some calls on the hypocrisy of those on top. Michael and San Rafael, line one, what's on your mind? Go ahead, please. Hey, Savage. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, that, I would say, all jokes aside, it is an emotional issue. What Nancy Pelosi is standing for and doing to other people's lives is ridiculous. And I'm Well, first of all, she let the homelessness get out of control in the city. All of these years making believe it didn't exist. Her and the other queen of diamonds there, Diane Feinstein. So now the city is destroyed. Destroyed. 55% of the businesses will never reopen. And these elites step on everyone like they're garbage. So how is this going to impact them? Do you think it will? Hard to say, man. I mean, they've gotten away with it this long, you know? I mean... When they own, they own the media, they own the media... There is no newspaper in San Francisco. It's a wholly owned mimeograph sheet of the Pelosi machine. But something changed today when the local stations were showing the salon workers, not her. They took the side of the women who have been crushed by her and her rulings. I think that's a turning point, don't you? Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope so. Nancy- by the way, Michael, you win a copy of my book to be published September 15th on, only on the one condition. What is the title of my new book? If you name it, you gain it. What's it called? Oh, man. You've wrote a few books, man. Um, uh, sorry. Sorry. You have to go to michaelsavage.com to see the title, Our Fight for America. The War Continues. If you get on the show and you get through the great call screen of Jim Verde, uh, who wrote the opera uh, Verde, 
If you get on the show, you get a free copy of our Fight for America. Go ahead. It's Labor Day. I'm selling the house. It's Labor Day, and I'm selling the house. I'm giving them away today. All right? Step right up. Get your free copy of our Fight for America. If you get through Jim Verde, call screener extraordinaire. Savage. Look, if you listen to my radio show, you know two of the things I'm most passionate about are nutrition and my dog, Teddy. So when I was asked to try Rough Greens with Teddy, a nutritional supplement for dogs, I was interested but skeptical because most dog products are just dead food. There are none of the live nutrients that dogs need like probiotics, enzymes, live vitamins, omega oils, and antioxidants. So when I read the back of the Rough Greens bag, I was shocked. This stuff is loaded with all of the nutrition your dog needs to live a healthy life. Teddy loves it, and I see the difference it makes in them. If you love your dog as much as I love Teddy, you've got to go to roughgreens.com slash savage and get a 14-day jumpstart bag for just $14.95. It will give your dog all the live nutrients necessary for their superior health. Your dog trusts you to give them great nutrition. You might not have a PhD in nutrition like I do, but you can trust me when I tell you Rough Greens will be the best thing you've ever done for your furry friend. Go to roughgreens.com slash savage. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash savage. Try it now. Someone who breaks a rule to feed themselves or their children is very different from Mrs. Pelosi, who supports rules that even she acknowledges by her actions are not necessarily to ensure safety. I just wanted all stylists, including Jonathan, to be able to work in all salons, including mine. Sorry, to be able to reopen safely for indoor services. Do you realize how brave this woman is going up against the dragon lady do you have any idea what it is to be speaking truth to power in this country do you have any idea how powerful pelosi is where she comes from who is behind her this woman is rightly frightened already they've unleashed a law firm against her to show you how much pelosi is on the side of women and the little people i don't know what it's going to take for you people out there to understand that you've been soaked in lies your whole life. But you don't have to believe me. Just look at your cities run by these liberals who sacked the cities the way the vandals did. They sacked the cities the way the vandals did and leave nothing but destruction in their wake. And we all put up with it because we have no option, do we? But we do have an option. The option is to understand first who they are, what bullies they are, what terrorists they really are, and what liars they are. And this country is burning because of them. It's not about Trump, it's about them. Let's take some callers on the Savage Nation. I mean, the hairdresser story is not a small one because, again, it goes to the bigger issue of the whole COVID phobia and the COVID lie, the big lie. Yes, COVID-19 kills, no question about it especially in vulnerable people with uh, secondary inf secondary conditions, let's put it to you that way. But it's not 176-some-odd thousand people who have died from COVID. How do I know that? Because the CDC released the report last week, not published by the Soviet press, and it said something like 7,900 people actually have died from COVID per se. All the others died from other conditions. The fact is, is there's big money in COVID right now. It's one of the biggest money makers for the medical profession that we have ever seen in our lifetime. 
Now, what does it have to do with Blowergate? Well, it has everything to do with Blowergate because you can't go get a haircut. I have to cut my own hair in the bathroom like a prisoner. I have to take like a, a thing that goes and, and put a mirror behind me and do like a Robert De Niro, uh, you know, in, in a jail cell. And I could give myself like a like a Bimmy haircut. You know, I don't know if it looks botched behind my head. I don't look behind. But I'm, I'm doing it myself. I can't even go to a barber. And women, of course, live in hair, hair salons. They do. My mother, God bless her. She didn't miss a Friday. I thought it was cute into her 80s. No matter what, where she was, no matter what ailed her, that woman had her hair done every Friday. It was beautiful to see. So a person's personal grooming, especially in women, is paramount to their mental and physical well-being. It's not just that it's not an option anywhere in the world. It's not an option. I've lived in primitive villages. It's interesting when I think think back on it. I've lived in very primitive villages without running water in the third world and in the Fiji Islands in the 60s and other much more remote islands than the Fijis when I was collecting medicinal plants. And in those villages, beauty was paramount to the people. They used various plants for dyes to for their makeup. They knew which roots and which tubes, uh, tubulars, had certain dyes in them to put, you know, color on their faces. And they used certain dyes for their hair in these villages. They combed their hair. In fact, if you look back at antique pictures, let's just take the Fiji Islands, for example. Go to pre-1850, prior to colonization. You will see that the Fijian people themselves, especially the men, by the way, were very into beauty. They had combs made from uh, animal bones and whatnot, and they were very careful in their grooming. They're very careful in how their hair was styled. So this issue of the hairstylist, which I am calling Blowergate, goes well beyond one draconian Harridan and her uh, attacks upon this poor, defenseless salon owner it goes well beyond that. It goes into society in general. We're all being made to feel like third worlders here in this country. The women can't even get their hair done because of the myth of the infect, infection and the effectability, transmissibility of COVID. The woman made a good point. She said if this old woman, I think she called her this octogenarian, can go and do it safely, why can't all of us do it safely? In other words, you can take precautions in this age of COVID. I could go to a barber and he could wear a mask. Uh, there are many precautions. The, the barber seat was always a filthy, a filthy thing for me. I, always, I never liked barber chairs with the hair and the brushing. It was only through the health departments that came along, you know, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, that they even had to start putting combs inside antiseptic solutions in barbershops you know after this is all over and the dust settles and people realize that it was not as, as infectious nor as uh let us say deadly as people were told by the evildoers in the government and the profiteers people are going to lead a cleaner life the country will be a much more sanitary nation all nations will be, will be cleaner as a result of this by the way that's going to be the benefit hygiene will go up ac around the world as a result of this forever <laughs> That's one of the benefits of this. The hygiene, the hygiene level is going to go way up. It's always been very bad uh, in restaurants. I've always felt uncomfortable with servers 
who don't wash their hands and lavados los manos thing, you know. I've talked about it before. Lavados los manos, yeah, right. So there's some benefits to all of this, but it's time to end this big lie. It's time to move on, okay? 855-407-28. What's the phone number that I want to give you? What's the phone number I want to give you? You know what I want to talk about for a second or two? It's Friday, you know, we all have a Labor Day weekend coming up. And, you know, I look back upon all the Labor Day weekends I've had in my life. I can remember them all. It's a blur. But I remember being a kid, teenagers, late teenagers, working in a hotel in the Catskill Mountains. Right, there he goes again with another childhood story. Well, the, yeah, there he goes with another one. So I would work all summer to pay my college bills. I went to a city college, so they weren't that high. But I had to pay support in my own house. When I went to college, my father sat down with me and very didn't angrily, but quietly said, look, Michael, you now have to pay for your upkeep in this house. He said, I'm one man with one small business. Your mother doesn't work. She runs the household. She keeps this, this house beautiful, but you have to pay a certain amount a week for the money you're earning and you have to pay for your college. I said, okay. I didn't complain and scream. I wasn't rioting every night. I said, all right, fine. So the summer would come 10 weeks, right? And most of the kids in my crowd would take a job up in the Catskill Mountains working as busboys, waiters. I was a lifeguard one summer and stuff like that. Whatever you did to make a buck. And I do remember what Labor Day meant. It was liberation and it was such a feeling. It was like July 4th for us because it was over. Those 10 weeks where you'd put away enough money for the whole year, you know. So Labor Day was always a weekend of liberation for so many people in America. I think it still reflects that, don't you think, Jim? Doesn't Labor Day feel like a, a, free, a, a weekend of freedom, almost more so than July 4th? Now, it symbolizes the end of summer for most of America. Here in the San Francisco area, I have not had a summer. There's maybe been four days of summer this year. I've never, I've never lived like this. I woke up this morning living in an ashtray again. God bless the firemen. I would take all the rioters and put them on the front lines with their masks and their gloves and their outfits and their hockey sticks. Make them go fight the fire conscript them put them on the front line and let them do something positive for society instead of breaking and looting but then i don't run anything i'm just a talk show host but god bless the firemen on those front lines the fires are still burning here in the bay area and it depends upon how the wind shifts either one area gets it or the other area gets it it's terrible it's just something you cannot believe i have people here in the bay area of san francisco who have left to los angeles for clean air i know it's it's not believable it sounds perverse they have move to Los Angeles to get away from the dirty air to go to clean air. Can you believe the, the, the irony of all this? It, I don't know how this is happening, that Northern California has become a, so polluted socially and now environmentally. What is left here? We have the most corrupt political system in the world in San Francisco, Northern California. There is no democracy. There is no newspaper. There's virtually no media. The only thing that was here that was good was the environment and that has been poisoned now with the fires so you know it says what the hell are you doing here why do you stay here you know you get into an area you don't want to leave you got houses you got some friends you know you get used to it but after a while you got to leave i may just get out of here i'm going to have an announcement for you next week about my radio future whether i'm going to have one whether i want one what i've decided to do you probably heard me intimate over the last few months uh that things are not good and they have not been very good they've been very very bad i had a very bad medical situation last december and i was 
preyed upon and attacked by people who live off my talent, which one day I will tell the story, and it may be next week. Uh, after I tell you what I'm going to be doing, I will decide how far I can go legally in telling you what was done to me, because you'll say, no, this is not true. Nobody would do that to somebody who had had a heart attack. You'll find out right here on the Savage Nation. Savage. The virus profiteers. We all know that uh, COVIDism and communism are closely related. They're cousins. We saw it with Blowergate, that it's a fraud. But you don't know much about the virus profiteers. Who's making fortunes off the virus? I have a whole chapter on it in Our Fight for America. I encourage you to dip into the closer look part of, uh, I don't know where you can look at it. I think you have to look at the book. But you got to look at that chapter, The Virus Profiteers in Our Fight for America. I think you're going to find it well worth your investigation. Well, will Blowergate blow over? I ask on Twitter just now. Will Blowergate blow over? With Empress Pelosi's control of the press, are you kidding me? It's already blown over. In fact, our fake mayor here in the city, who no one knows who she is, where she came from, how she became mayor, came out and attacked, guess who, for the uh, incident, Donald Trump. I've told you this mayor of ours, London Breed, no one knows who she is. No one knows where she came from. She came out. She was told what to do by the powers that control the city. And she blamed Donald Trump for Pelosi's abuse of power, because that's what this is. It's her abuse of power. Let's hear Donald Trump himself in clip 13. Hear what he has to say. Yeah, I watched Nancy Pelosi. You must wear your mask. You have to wear your mask. And we're going to keep every beauty salon closed in California and all over the country. And then I see a picture. I say, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Well, where's her mask? And I'll tell you what. She must have treated that beauty salon owner pretty badly. She uses the salon and the salon turned her in. The salon turned her in. They ought to give the salon owner federal protection. The salon owner ought to go into witness protection and become uh, the hairdresser for the Secret Service for the rest of her life. She'd probably be much happier than living in the danger that she has put herself in by uh, telling the truth. It's, it's a big story. You know, I mean, there's a well-known thing here in the Bay Area. It's called a Sicilian fishing trip. It's a one-way trip. And uh, we only hope that the salon owner doesn't go on a Sicilian fishing trip or be found in San Francisco Bay with lead shoes. It is Rock and Roll Friday on the Savage Nation. It's Labor Day and I'm selling a house. Is there anyone listening from New York who worked at Shanks Paramount the summers I was there? We're leaving one open line. For an old busboy, an old waiter, an old lifeguard, who knew Joe? Did you guys know Joe the maitre d' who talked like this? It's Labor Day and I'm selling the house. Because I'm going to tell that story when I come back. Because it's Labor Day and I'm selling the house. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Fans of the spoken word, welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. 
Read the book. See the movie. Warning. The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. She made them open, and the salon turned her in, and the salon did business with her. How much do they hate Nancy Pelosi? Look at And then she made a terrible mistake because you want people that can't be set up. She said, I was set up. I was set up by the salon owner. I was set up. I said, tell me she didn't say that, please. So I just put out that if she was set up, then she shouldn't be leading the House of Representatives. (laughs) He is right. I want the salon owner to lead the House of Representatives because she set up, think of it, she set up the Speaker of the House. That's really funny in its own way. So we're talking about a number of items today in the Savage Nation, including uh, what we are calling Blowergate on the show today. And we're asking, will Blowergate blow over? We'll get serious at the bottom of the hour when we have uh, Peter Schweitzer on the show with his new uh, video about Biden and their corruption, riding the dragon, the Biden's Chinese secrets. It's a frightening, frightening video documentary exposing the corruption, the real corruption of the Biden's actions in China. And you could see it at BidenFilm.com. He'll be with us at the bottom of the hour. But as promised, it's Labor Day and I'm selling the house. It's the end of summer for most Americans. For uh, me, I hope it's the beginning of summer. We've had no summer here. Supposed to have a hot weekend here in the San Francisco area, maybe the Dirt will blow out. Man, it's been awful, just awful. And I hope I don't have to run to L.A. to uh, to I, I actually am thinking of going to L.A. I'm trying to get to L.A. I can't get down there because I don't have a studio there anymore right now. We're trying to reconstruct my studio, which was taken apart last year. And we're putting it back together. If we can get my studio running in L.A., I'm going to be in L.A. probably in a very near future in order to get clean air. That's the <laughs> irony of the time we're in. But anyway, getting back to the fact that it's the end of a summer, a beautiful weekend coming up. When I was 17, I worked as a busboy at a hotel called Shanks Paramount Hotel up in the Catskill Mountains. And I worked there every summer to pay for college. The hours were gruesome. We'd work from five in the morning until midnight. I'm not making it up. There were no labor laws then. And we didn't want labor laws. We're glad there were no snoops from the government. No rotten, stinking, vermin labor lawyers. We loved working late because we got more tips. So you had to get up at five in the morning to prep the breakfast. Then you work the early bird. Then you work the breakfast. And you weren't out of the dining room until 10 in the morning. You were sweaty. You were dirty. Then you had to be back at 1130 for the crowd to pour in for lunch. And you had to smile at them. They'd usually rip a bill in half and say to you, hey, kid, my name is George Shapiro. Let me tell you something. See this $20 bill? Me and my family are going to be here for two weeks. Take this half of the bill. I promise you this really did happen. In fact, I've seen it in movies since I reported on it. Maybe it wasn't original to me. And he'd say, here, what? You give me good service, I'll give you the other half of the bill. It really did happen. Anyway, then you'd work the lunch rush. You'd clean up only to get ready to, have, to serve dinner. And then you wouldn't get out of there until 9 o'clock at night. And then you had to be back at midnight for the snack. 
I'm not kidding you. That's the way it worked. It was something out of Dickens. Now, you know kitchens and how they worked. I love kitchens. I always have. From my mother's small kitchen with four burners to a big industrial kitchen in a hotel. I always love kitchens. And how they could serve so many different meals so quickly. And I love to see the guys carrying the trays and the guys screaming at them from the back. Watch out, moron. It was awesome. The running, the hustling, the bustling, the yelling at each other. Loved it. I remember in the kitchen there was a guy called Fat Al. He was the breakfast and lunch cook. A fat Italian guy, maybe 400 pounds of blubber. Underneath the blubber was solid iron. He had a neck on him like a tree stump. He, he wore a bandana uh, around his neck and on top of his head, and it wasn't for style. And he'd sit with a cigarette hanging out the side of his mouth as he cooked. I don't know how old he was. He could have been 38 to me. He looked 90. What did I know? Kids don't know age. One day, old fat Al calls me over and says, hey, kid, come here. I'll show you how to make the tuna. As I watched, his cigarette dangled from his mouth over the bowl. I'll never forget how Fat Al didn't use a Cuisinart to mix things up. Nope. Not with the stainless steel blades and all that and the fancy chefs that they use today. Nope. Fat Al mixed the tuna with his big arm. He'd be up to his armpit in the terrine, mixing the tuna and seasonings, his arm going around and around in the bowl. At one point, he said, all right, kid, throw in the mayo. So I'm throwing in jars of mayonnaise. He keeps, he keeps mixing it with his hairy arm in the bowl. And I'm saying to myself, some of the hair's got to be in the tuna. And of course, his cigarette ashes were falling from his mouth, too. So that's when I decided to take my chances and say something. I said, excuse me, Al, what about the ashes getting in the tuna? He said, never mind, it gives it flavor. With that exchange in the back of my mind, I figured that if I said anything to my supervisor, like why in the world is the government handing out checks to people who refuse to work faster than Santa on Christmas Eve, she'd probably say, don't worry, Michael, this is their entitlement. By the time my supervisor was done rattling off a list of entitlements, the total owed to the welfare sheets for furniture was something like what I would have earned in a year. Let me tell you something. I knew what work was. I saw Fat Al working 18 hours a day. I worked 20 hours a day. And that's the story of Fat Al's Tuna on the Savage Nation. More to come right here on the program. The phone number is 855-407-282. You know, those were the fun days of radio. Well, what you see, what year did I publish that book? 2008 Savage Productions, Inc. Psychological Nudity. Many of you probably still have that book in your in your uh, library. It's a me with the uh, white linen jacket, the tan Gucci hat, the sunglasses, and there's beautiful little Teddy staring up at you. I remember the day this was taken. It was at one of my birthday parties. I remember it distinctly. And the photographer shot from up on the second level looking down. And there's Teddy's little face. I can't believe it. How old was Teddy? My God, he was a baby. Now he's old, he's blind, you know, can't hear and can't see. It's, it's sad, you know, you clap and he walks right by you. You hit a pot, he doesn't hear you. But he can still smell and he has a heart that's still beating. That's all I know and I love that dog. So let's get back to business here and eat our hearts out talking about Nancy Pelosi, who has destroyed America. 855 I think there's some good signs out there. Uh, the Fed's killing that Antifa member has sent a very strong signal to the rest of these anarchist bums that they act up, they're going to get shot, they're going to get killed. There is a new sheriff in town, and they deputized the Oregon State Police. They federalized the state troopers in Oregon, and they federalized the local police, and they've been told to shoot to kill. I think enough is enough.
We know that the Oregon governor, we know that the mayor of Portland, we know that the governors of these left-leaning states have destroyed the economy in order to aggrandize more power. No other reason. Maybe initially they were afraid it would overwhelm the ER rooms. I don't even know if that's true, but let's say they did. We all know now that was a lie. It was a fear, unfounded fear. Let's put it that way. We also know that this disease is not as deadly as it was once feared to be. No, there's not 170, 80,000 deaths. There were 7,000 deaths total, seven or 8,000 total, according to the CDC. All of the other deaths reported to COVID were related to secondary diseases that were inherent in uh, the individuals who were then uh, put on the death certificate COVID for one reason. I want you to read the chapter, The Virus Profiteers, in my new book, I Fight for America. And I know many of you. I'm not worried about it. How many? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But the, the word will get out there. I have a great chapter, The Virus Profiteers, in our fight for America. And it lays out for you step by step, name by name, company by company, who the virus profiteers are. And the list goes on. It's not a small list. It's a very large list uh, of virus profiteers. But the number one group of profiteers on the virus is the Democrat Party itself. They're the number one gang that is profiting from the virus called COVID. Then you got the Enviro Nazis. Then you got Medicare for all. You talk about economic destruction. Huh? Medicare for all. It decimated the medical profession. The, I got it all in the book. I don't want to read you a chapter right now. Big farmers making a fortune off it. The big multinationals who I name. The unions are making fortunes off this deal. It's all in there. And I ask you again, you want to know the truth? It's all in our fight for America. Very important. The war continues. Maybe it will turn one vote in your family away from uh, the Pelosi gang to something that can save America. All right, let's take some callers right now. It's uh, moving on here in time. We got, is that the real Jimmy? Is Jimmy, okay, Jimmy, we have an earth for you. Jimmy, is this the real Jimmy? The actual Jimmy? This is the real Jimmy, Dr. Savage. God bless you. I hope you're doing well. I've been following you. I saw you on Periscope. And let me just say something. When I saw that, I call her Cape Fear. When I saw her emerge <laughs> from that doorway, that Bella Lugosi, that Pelosi, hypocrite, I popped an eye, I popped a vein, and I had to definitely lay down because I got a headache because of the hypocrisy and the BS that they're doing to this country, to the people, locking them up like rats in cages as <laughs> they run about you know but jimmy jimmy you come from a certain milieu in, in staten island you're of the italian uh, ancestry you really think blower gate is going to touch her with her ownership of the media absolutely not but let me tell you something dr savage i love you but let me tell you this you know what aggravates me even more governor bacala you know why he wants to come to new york he better bring an army the imbecile doesn't realize he's a president of the free world he has an army and what a disgrace to talk that way about the people uh, of your president that's why everybody's running amok i mean the, the, we went up 1,000 shoot, shootings here in new york city in one week than the whole year or last year so what do we got to do sit and drop dead the covid this the covid they, they you're right they are profiteers they're making money off our blood and Joe Biden, notice he keeps looking down to try to read, to wake up. I think they're pumping him with oxygen. I can't take that guy. He's a real shamanood. But I don't think he's good. But, but Jimmy, let me ask you something. Did you hear me tell a story about Fat Al's tuna with the arm and the tuna fish? Yeah. 
No, I just heard it. I just heard you. Yeah. Is that is that the first time you heard me tell about how tuna was actually made in the sixties? In the in uh, the Catskill Mountains, with an arm, a hairy arm, a big. This guy. Did you know any? Ita- are there any Italians like that left anymore? They're all like gym rats now. I knew Italian. Guy. This was a four hundred pound guy. He was made. You you screw with a guy like this, he break he'd break your head with one slap. He was like a, a bear. But you know, you looked at him from the outside, you figured he was a fat slob. But underneath that blubber, they were iron. Are there still these guys around? They used to be in the West Village in those days. Yeah, they were, but they were around. But you see, here's what I want to say: they were around. They do their thing. But you know what? Ever since Giuliani, like you said, you got you, you locked up the five big families, and now you got fifty thousand rotten corrupt. Families. Thank you. So, right, you put away the five big families. Now you got fifty thousand small rotten gangster families. Right, a real victory for Giuliani. But yeah. that type of Ita- that type of Italian doesn't exist anymore, does he, Jimmy? That big, that monster foreigner pounder with a with a twenty five inch neck. But doctor, you don't understand. I could tell you yes because there's a restaurant I hang out with every Tuesday night with some friends. And when they heard about Giuliani, they said, "Maron, if these guys were alive that died, the good guys that Giuliani put away." Uh, 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 it's a family show. I don't want to hear it. So these guys do exist. The big guys still around. The the, the wheezers, like that kind that they, when they talk, they wheeze. Yeah, it reminds me of my ex-wife. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, you always got a one-shot deal for me here. Jimmy, my friend, you're getting a free copy of my book only if you know the title. If you name it, you're game. I, I bet you don't know it. It's me. I'll fight for America. What are you? Oh, my. Okay, Jimmy gets two copies. I'll be right back. Stay on the line, Jimmy. Savage. Nothing pretties up a face like a beautiful head of hair. But even hair born this beautiful needs a little help along the way. Before gray comes and certainly after. Does she or doesn't she? With Miss Clairol hair color so natural, <laughs> only her hairdresser knows for sure. Shampoo formula or cream formula. Oh, yeah. And I'll give her my love. Only her hairdresser knows for sure. That was an old ad from the uh, 60s, I think. An old Clairol ad. And, of course, we uh, rescued it from the archives of the ad world for the um, Blowergate story about Empress Pelosi, who looks like Dracula herself. In the infamous video, which will never go away, by the way, they'd like the, they're like the Magruder tapes. Jim, don't you think that there's certain things that will live forever, even though it won't hurt her politically because she's above the law? We know she is so powerful. She is the law. She's above the law. So but the but is they're like the Magruder. Is it a Magruder tape? The JFK thing is not a Magruder. Yeah. Zapruder, Zapruder. They're like the Zapruder tapes. They don't go away. This is like the Zapruder tape uh, of the infamous, you know, the ride, man. And her in that thing with the cape, it's never going to go away. Never. And uh, she canceled her news conference yesterday because she knew what was coming. And the whole local media has turned on her. Two, four, five, seven. But I'm sure they were slapped around this afternoon. I watched it this morning. I was shocked that even the local yokels in television took the side of the uh, salon owner and the women outside with the with the blowers and the curls hanging uh, dryers on the, in the tree outside the mansion. I, I was shocked. I was stunned to see the turnabout, which is first certainly fair play. But look, hypocrisy in politicians is nothing new, and it's not limited to her. The good news is the Portland murderer was killed in a shootout with the feds. That is wonderful. 
But I want to know how the news network, so-called Vice, interviewed him without getting arrested. Why didn't they turn him in? Who is Vice? Are they the propaganda arm of Antifa? Of course they are. Are you joking? Are you joking? Later on, we have a big expose on Hunter Biden's deals with the Chinese military with Peter Schweitzer. It'll be coming up in less than 10 minutes, which I really can't wait to hear what's going to happen. And we're talking about the COVID scam where the number of deaths are 7,000, 8,000 total, not 180,000. The others are invented uh, for uh, COVID uh, money. I got a call in here, Aaron, when I could, uh, Ken from Akron. I don't have enough time for him. He says, nursing homes are running scams looking for COVID positives. Are you shocked by that? No. I write about it in Our Fight for America and the Virus Profiteers. Wherever there's a crisis in America, there is profit to be made by the corrupt. And this COVID crisis, the number one profiteers have been the Democrat-run cities, the Democrat-run counties, the Democrat-run states, have made fortune upon fortune on the COVID scam. Back in a moment about Blowergate right here on the Savage Nation. Savage. Hello, everybody. This is the Savage Nation, and we're going to talk about Biden. Now, we're not allowed to mention the fact that Pelosi's uh, good friend, Mr. Biden, and his son have made a fortune in their actions in Ukraine and China. And a very brave man is out there. He's the author of Profiles in Corruption, and his name is Peter Schweitzer, well-known amazing man and he has a new documentary out at bidenfilm.com called riding the dragon the biden's chinese secrets i cannot wait to hear what peter has to say he joins us now on the savage nation peter welcome to the program hats off to you peter you got a lot of nerve <laughs> well thank you michael it's always great to be on with the uh, on the show with you and uh, and to break bread so thanks for having me but but honestly, Peter, before we get into your, your your documentary exposing the corruption of the Bidens, which has been swept aside by the Soviets in the media, because I don't call them anything else now but the Soviets in the media. And of course, it's very accurate. We're not allowed to ask about Hunter Biden. We're not allowed to ask about the Biden family and their, their ties to Ukraine and China. Yet you have put together an entire video on this. What's it about? Yeah, it's uh, it's looking at um, the financial economic relationship between the Chinese government, not Chinese companies, the Chinese government, and the Biden family. And, uh, Michael, it's all based on court documents, business records. Um, it, there's no speculation here. There's no anonymous sources. We both know how popular anonymous sources are in the media today. It's none of that. We have a paper trail. And what it shows, Michael, is two things. Number one, that when Joe Biden was appointed the point person on U.S. policy towards China by Barack Obama, months after that, his son started securing big, big deals in China that he had no background in, no qualifications for. And second of all, and this is important, Michael, because this is not just uh, the Chinese takeout version of corruption. This is very important. This is not just a story of a family getting rich. The deals that Hunter Biden did that he participated in materially benefited the Chinese military. So this is not a so-called victimless crime. The victim here is the United States and our national security interests. 
Peter, let me ask you two things. First of all, your story is verified. It's documented. It's a big story. Of course, you're being boycotted by the media, correct? Uh, that's correct. There's been few glimmers, uh, but, but just glimmers. That's been it. Has 60 Minutes asked you on? No, no. The only, the only mainstream media outlets that have looked at this a little bit was the news side of the Wall Street Journal back in 2018 when I first started working on this. And ABC News uh, looked at it a little bit. But the problem is, Michael, is they take the words of, of the Biden's lawyer, uh, they take his word uh, as truthful. Uh, so he offers a rebuttal that is flat out full of lies. And, and the problem is we have documents that directly contradict what their lawyer is telling them. But unfortunately, the media seems all too willing to just accept what team Biden. Well, they don't want anything to touch Joe Biden before the election. They want the hologram in a basement to be Trump at all costs and at any cost. And so, of course, they ignore you. But I think this is too big a story. And I have to ask you, you know, you put this documentary together. I apparently been working on it for a couple of years. This is not to test your veracity or question it at all. Who's funding this? Who funded this this documentary? Because there's no money in it for you. Yeah, no, there isn't. Um, I was not paid for this documentary, so well, we had some uh, private individual donors. Uh, I can't reveal their names, but um, these are just citizens that are concerned about what's going on in the country um, and felt like this needed to be exposed. And when you watch the doc- documentary, Michael, we are all about, we don't tell you anything. We show you everything. So we lay out what the deals were. We show you the documents. We show you the evidence. Uh, we show you what those deals were about. And then what we also show you, Michael, is how Joe Biden is on a complete island by himself when it comes to his views about China. We, we have all kinds of clips in the film from you know, Trump administration officials, from uh, uh, you know, Barack Obama's national security advisor, everybody's saying China is a threat. China ch- is challenging the United States. They want to replace the United States on the global stage. The person on the island by himself is Joe Biden, who has said for more than a decade, China is no threat. We should welcome their rise as a power. Um, they're nothing to be worried about. Uh, we should accept them as friends. Um, he's completely out of even what the so-called foreign policy establishment believes on China. And the question is why? Uh, and we believe the reason why is that Joe Biden's family has been made wealthy because of these commercial deals that they've enjoyed with the Chinese government. It's astounding that this is so, so naked. Now, you authored the 2015 book, Clinton Cash, the yeah. untold story of how and why foreign governments and business help make Bill and Hillary rich. Yeah. Uh, you've written about Hunter's business dealings in China, but you're making an allegation here that Hunter was only able to get meetings with Chinese officials and secure $1 billion in funding because of his father. How did it benefit the Chinese military? Where? On the, on the um, rare metal deal with the China Libidum Company? Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. So, you know, real quick, Hunter Biden, who has no background in private equity, gets a billion-dollar deal funded by the Chinese government to establish an investment firm called BHR Partners. Uh, And this is a deal that, by the way, nobody else had. Not Goldman Sachs, not UBS, all the big guys on Wall Street. Nobody had it. The Chinese decided to give this money and this deal through the Shanghai Free Trade Zone 
to one and one person only, and that is the son of the vice president who has no background in China and no background in private equity. What they do with that billion dollars, which is later expanded to $1.5 is they start acquiring companies. And they start acquiring companies that uh, dovetail perfectly with the interests of the Chinese military. So think about this for a second, Michael. Hunter Biden, the son of the sitting vice president, his firm becomes an anchor investor in something called CGN, China General Nuclear, which is an atomic energy company. Mm. They are an anchor investor in that company. Within a year, our FBI charges CGN with stealing nuclear secrets in the United States. Oh, God. The executive pleads guilty. And what they're stealing, Michael, are the nuclear secrets related to these small reactors that we put on our submarines. The Chinese military doesn't have them. We have them. You're kidding me. So did they steal them from us and they now have it? Well, they, they absolutely. They stole uh, systems relating to the, to the piping system of how that functions, other facets of it. Another deal they did. So think about this again. The son of the vice president on the board of directors of this Chinese investment firm, they bought half of an American company called Hennigan. The other half is bought by AVIC, which is the Chinese state-owned military aviation contract. So that's the company that built all their fighter jets and airplanes that are aimed at us. So these two entities, Hunter Biden's firm and AVIC, buy Hennigus, which is a Michigan-based machine tools company that creates uh, products related to anti-vibration technologies. And these are what are called dual-use technologies. As you know, that means mm. be used for civilian purposes or mm-hmm. military purposes. They buy this company, and what do they do? They ship things and they start building factories, not in Michigan, the United States, back in China, on technologies that have military application. This is the son of the sitting vice president that is making money. Peter, this reminds me of the story when Clinton was president of the former head of the DNC, a man by the name of, was it Schwartz, the head of the DNC? Yeah. Who, you, remember, you remember the scandal? He owned a parking meter company in the Bronx, which he spun into Loral Space and Technologies. And then he sold our technology to China. And he, he told America that this technology would not be used to launch military satellites, but weather satellites only. And then the Chinese turned around and used it to launch military satellites, which threatened our very existence. And yet nothing has ever happened to this gentleman, has it? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And this, this goes to the, the, the nut of what I think is so important. But it's the Democrat Party once again collaborating with our enemies, telling us that they're our friends. Well, and this, and this is the point. I've, Michael, you and I have talked many times about corrupt politicians. This is not your typical, you know, give the, the, give the son of some powerful guy a paving contract. This is corruption that aids and abets our military rival, which is China. And that's what is so astonishing about it and why I think it's so important that people need to know about it. I read that the Chinese Navy is now larger than the U.S. Navy. Is that correct? That's correct. And their their, uh, goal and their calculation is by 2030, they will achieve military superiority over the United States when it comes to naval assets. So where, where does a guy like Hunter Biden, who makes all this money, selling America down the, down the river for a profit. Where does he go to live when China becomes our enemy? What happens? Well, he, he, uh, uh, he probably uh, spends a lot of time in China. 
I mean, you find that with a lot of these businessmen on Wall Street. Um, but but they at least look. You can you can at least look at a Wall Street guy who's been sort of shilling for China, who's done deals, who lives there. Or at least you can argue they have some background in finance. They're dirty. They're selling out their country. But at least they have background. Hunter has no background in this. That's what makes this so astonishing and so blatant. The Chinese have an explicit policy. But if, look, Peter, I don't doubt you, but it sounds to me like this is almost on the order of espionage, if not worse. And we have a, a Republican president. We have a Republican attorney general. Why have there been no charges brought against Hunter Biden if all of what you say is true? Well, it's a good question. I always say everything that I uh, report on, I'm not an attorney, I'm not a lawyer, I just report the facts. And everything that I have said is absolutely true and well-documented. And it's a question to me why, for example, we have a Senate committee right now that is looking at Hunter Biden's ties in Ukraine. And of course, yeah, that's important. But Ukraine's not threatening us. They're not, you know, they're not shadowing and threatening U.S. naval forces. Well, they could unleash a they could unleash a barrage of uh, intercontinental ballistic uh, Perovskis on us. We have to be careful with that one. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, so but the Senate committee is focused on Hunter Biden's corrupt dealings in Ukraine, which is great. But my point is, China is our chief rival. By 2025, their their Made in China program is designed to supplant us as the largest economic power in the world. By 2030, their goal is to supplant us as a military superpower. They're the threat. Hunter Biden. And yet, and yet, all we hear about is the fake charges against Trump, all made up. No one will deal with the facts you put out in your movie, your your video, which can be seen by anybody at BidenFilm.com. Does it cost any money to download that? By the way. It's not. It's completely free. We want. We want. I don't. You know. It's amazing. How do you do? How much did a documentary? Can you give me the ballpark of what this documentary cost to make, roughly? I would say the documentary was probably about two hundred thousand dollars. And it's free to watch on 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 your on your. Just you go to bidenfilm.com and we can download it for free. Yes, uh, you can't download it for free, but you can watch it. There are some advertisements in there. Um, uh, I'm not getting paid uh, to do this film. All that money went into to paying for the B-roll uh, and paying the professionals, the director and the, the, the cameraman and people like that. This is Amazing. all grows out of the work that I did in Secret Empires and Profiles in Corruption. This film company wanted to make it more accessible to more people. That's why we made mm-hmm. it. Now. Pretty amazing. Well, again, I come back to a question I've asked you before, uh, Peter. Aren't you afraid you're dealing with one of the most demonic governments on the planet? They don't hesitate to kill political prisoners. You're dealing with the Biden mafia. Aren't you afraid for your existence? I mean, I I don't know how else to ask it. Well, you know, Michael, you've been in the crosshairs of people, too. And you reach a point in your life when it comes to this kind of work where you just decide it's more important to, to speak the truth and get it out there. Uh, than it is to worry about this thing. doesn't mean you don't take precautions, um, which, you know, obviously I don't want to go into. But no. We, you know, we have a, I've, I've, what, what about our government? Does our government offer you any, any solace in knowing that they say you're, you're at least right? We're going we're gonna to watch out for you? Did they tell you the FBI will let you know if anyone's out to get you or something like that? What, what I would say, uh, Michael, is that, that um, I do have communication uh, with certain law enforcement entities. Uh, we do mm. our research uh, with those entities, um, and they're aware of the work we do and the challenges it might present. Uh, and I'll just have to leave it like that. God. So you're a true investigative journalist, one of the last 
left in this nation. And it's actually frightening. I'm going to watch it over the weekend. It's uh, unbelievable. Riding the Dragon, the Biden's Chinese Secrets, new documentary exposing the corruption of the Biden's actions in China. See it for yourself at bidenfilm.com. Peter Schweitzer, take care of yourself. It's great to talk with you on The Savage Nation. Thank you, Michael. Always great to be on. Unbelievable. Back in a minute. Savage. Will Pelosi's blower gate blow over, plus Peter Schweitzer discussing Biden's Chinese secrets? I don't think you're going to find a better show in radio, television, or podcast anywhere in the world. Great show today, in my opinion. And, of course, it followed the Wednesday show where I talked about other topics from the king has no clothes to the queen knows where her hair blows. 30 seconds or less. Patty and Virginia are up. Go ahead. Fire away on the Savage Nation. Hi, Michael. I was telling the, the, the screener that I am a die-in-the-wool fan of Trump's, as are my friends and, you know, all that. And yet we're hearing stories now that have us terrified. I live right outside the belly of the beast in northern Virginia. People in, people in D.C. are absolutely planning to leave the city in November and go elsewhere because they fully expect, if Trump wins, to have the city burned down by these Antifa people and the Black Lives Matter. And well, I, I fear, I, I don't think so. I think the federalized troops who shot that Antifa murderer yesterday have sent a warning shot over the bow of these anarchists and communists that they will be shot dead like the feral animals they are if they act up. Let's wait and see. It is all of our fight together. It is our fight for America. The war continues. And you're part of that war whether you know it or not. Make no mistake about it. You're on one side or the other. Make sure you're on the right side, which is the side of truth. This is the Savage Nation. Thanks for listening. God bless America. Back Monday with God's will and your listenership. The Westwood One Podcast Network.